Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 50, Predictions Gone Bad, Programming Our Minds, and Michael's Encounter with a Witch and Her Pimp. Today we're going to talk about the importance of really trusting yourself first and why you want to really strengthen your own connection to your higher self and your discernment muscle when it comes to listening to things outside of you, whether it's coming from psychics, religious leaders, spiritual leaders, and so forth. Uh, We're going to talk about some of our experiences with that and how it's changed our minds on certain things. We're also going to talk about programming our minds. How are we thinking? Is it just part of a program? Is there actual programming going on? Does the matrix actually exist? And how basic does the programming get if it does exist? And then we're going to hear from Michael on a very special encounter he's recently had with a witch and her pimp. And how this witch seemed to know very personal details about him and some of the psychic predictions she offered him. So all of this coming up, so let's jump right into the episode and find out what we all had to say. Hi everyone, welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am here with Michael, Lisa, and Brian. We'd like to talk about this idea of when we embark on our spiritual journey and we start to go within and we start to connect with um, higher realms, other dimensions, and we can maybe get insight from either spiritual leaders, quote unquote, or uh, perhaps it's our guides, our angels, uh, our higher self. And uh, we're given information that maybe, you know, doesn't come true. Uh, And we feel let down after that. Uh, There's a big lesson behind all of that. But we're going to kind of start there. So um, which which one of you three wants to jump in and take the reins? (laughs) I think that once you... I don't know, for, for some people, maybe not all people, obviously, but when you start on this spiritual journey or this awakening and you become aware of this higher realm, whether it be your higher self or angels and guardians and guides, or, or maybe even you're religious and you're you know, praying to Jesus or to God with the capital G, and you're expecting, you know, that you'll kind of receive a sign or something, or maybe you've, you know, you've gone to a psychic and they tell you something. I think that that's kind of, it's a little, it's a slippery slope. And I think that you, I know that Nicole and I have learned a lot over the past year about putting our faith and our trust in in these higher realms or these people who may be connected to the higher realms, maybe they're a channeler or something like that. And we're looking for some guidance in our life. And, you know, we ask, is this the the job I should take? Or is this the guy I should marry? Or, you know, the city I should move to and things like that. And we get these answers and we really believe in them. And we put all of our heart and our effort into, okay, this is the right thing because you know, I got a sign from God or some psychic told me or it was a channeled message and I know this is what I need to do. And then it doesn't quite turn out the way that you thought it should. It sounds like Brian and Michael are right. That's <laughs> what it sounds like to me. I mean, we're, we're on episode what, 47, 48, 49. And I'm pretty <laughs> sh- thinking I'm we're 49 and 0, Brian. <laughs> sounds like the skeptics. 
knows something. Well, sounds like, sounds like we should do our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that no one would listen to. Exactly, but it would make us feel better at night. So, you know, I know from my own personal experience, I have, you know, I've put my faith in those those things that I've heard from, whether it be psychics or channelers. And sometimes there seems to be some truth to it. But I think what I've learned over the past year is that you really just need to listen to yourself. You know, listen to what you know, that gut instinct, and don't let yourself get clouded by what other people are telling you should happen or is the right thing or the better thing for you. You have to trust in your own self. Well, how does that make you feel? Because I believe episode one, you told your story, (laughs) and a part of that story was God telling you to marry this guy, and you did. Brian. So yeah, yeah, uh, but but and and you did, you did, you married somebody because God told you to marry that person. So I know hindsight has twenty twenty vision, but how does it make you feel? I mean, do you feel duped? Oh, how does it make me feel? Well, it makes me feel like I wish I had trusted in my own self. I mean, it was a clear message and I wasn't actually at the time I wasn't asking, I wasn't really asking for a message. It just, you know, if you listen to episode one, it just kind of happened. And I took these things as, wow, this is a sign, but there was such a big part of me that was like, I don't want, I really didn't want to do this, but I had so much faith and trust that I went ahead and I did it anyway. So, you know, in hindsight, I can't say it was the wrong thing to do because Maybe it really wasn't the wrong thing to do. And maybe I wouldn't be where I am today without making that choice. And maybe it got me on the right track. And so I don't want to, I don't want to discount that. But if the same thing were to happen to me today, and there was a big part of me that says, you know, this makes me feel really uncomfortable. I don't think this is, this isn't something I want to do, even though I'm being, feel like I'm being guided and told that this is a good idea me today would not do that. Maybe is a hard word because, you know, we talked that that episode that that was about my my journey, how I got to where I am, and you know, Lisa and Nicole, you guys both saw in my journey or saw what I was not seeing in my in my story, saying, well, you know, maybe that's why you I mean, you had to go on that journey to end up here and that's how you met Lisa and it's it's all a bunch of maybes it's well maybe the reason that happened to you is so you would end up here and the the interesting thing about the word maybe is it's just as easy to add the word not and say maybe not you know if you say well maybe but that's the reason this ended up and then you could just say well maybe not yeah well we'll never really know but I think the important thing is truly trusting yourself. I mean, I know, Nicole, you could add a lot of insight to this and as far as things that have happened to you and, and you coming to that realization and how you have felt, you know, where you decided that, you know what, I need to honor myself. So, and, and are, are these messages coming from who we think they're coming from? Are they coming from our higher self or an ascended master, or are we being deceived? 
because we've talked a lot about that in a lot of episodes about negative entities and things. So how do you truly know where these messages are coming from? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I'm starting to understand and, you know, I, this could change a year from now, but I believe now that the reason why I, I have for some reason, for as long as I can remember, at least the last 20 years, I have somehow managed to attract so many psychic friends. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I know, know more psychic people than the average person. You and meet them in a lift. Every time you get in a lift, you make a friend, <laughs> you make a friend with a psychic. <laughs> and I, you know, I always thought, how, how is it that, you know, like I just, I keep meeting these people who are able to tell me all these insightful messages and things that are going to happen to me or, you know, things about my, my past lives. And I now realize, especially after having, which is actually kind of paradoxical, to have had a channeled message through um, Marina Jacoby, who was on our show, that one of, in that channeled message that I had, where I believe she was channeling the Council of Nine and Pleiadians and whoever, who knows at this point, um, but they had a very interesting message for me that was very different from all the other messages I've been told. And that was, why are you putting your power into our hands? Why are you letting us tell you what is and what isn't? And I thought that was, you know, an extremely great question to ask me. And I realized that I'm just continuously still looking outside of myself for some answers, which I should always be looking inside and being, you know, paying attention to maybe strengthening my connection to my higher self and just strengthening my own soul language and understanding what feels right and what doesn't and not putting my faith and my trust um, into outside sources. And I, t you know, I, I, and it's, it's quite interesting that a channeled message gave me that message to stop going to channeled messages. <laughs> And all you had to do is listen to Brian and Michael. <laughs> Michael, what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, man, I have way too many. I think after what are what episode are we on, Nicole? This is 50. We are like two weeks away from our one year anniversary. Well, our one year anniversary is actually 53. Oh, wow. Because we what took Christmas off or something? No, because. On the 53rd week, it's the first week of the new one, you know? Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway. It's math and science, Michael. Basically, after, a, you know, a, almost an entire year, I got awakened, and then I fell back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm going to I fell back to sleep mainly because of some of the prior guests that we've had on the show, and how when it doesn't come true, when they put their put their everything out on the line and it doesn't come true it just really weakens the entire structure of what i'm trying to want to believe in and i just have to like go back to like okay well maybe if you know i don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, but it's getting too much sometimes i do not like even when we had people on this show uh, give out 
timelines. I'm like, again, I, and I told you guys this many times, I'm like, this is ballsy of you because it's kind of like you're either right or you're either wrong. Everything you said goes out the door if you're wrong. And so when people do that, I, how am I going to – it's like when you catch somebody in one lie, well, you're not going to believe them on hardly anything else they say. And that's what I find frustrating about this with some of our prior guests and, and you know, and spirituality in general in the, in the community. And channeling. And channeling. And channeling. Don't get me started on channeling. Like, you know, I don't want to talk ill about prior guests, but I don't believe in that stuff at all. And it's like because of a prior guest that just, you know, I once I learned like, OK, that didn't add up everything else that person said out the door. And so it's it's frustrating if you are a person like myself who I again, I'm, I'm playing the skeptic, but I actually want to believe I'm actually want to root for you, too. But like it's not adding up at all still. You know, I think that with any with anything, even with science, you know, you test something, you said, oh, yes, this is going to be, this is the way it's going to be. And it, it doesn't, change. and it does change. And it doesn't always turn out that way. And, and we've talked about, we've had guests on talking about, you know, time is an illusion and there's parallel realities and how many different timelines we're actually living all at the same time. And I think predicting something is really tricky because it just, depends like we're living out all these different timelines at the same time maybe on one timeline it is true and maybe they're getting confused and they're not honed in and you know i believe in psychics and i believe that that there is the possibility of predicting things and mediums talking to dead people and seeing and hearing things but i think why 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 do you feel so strong in that belief is there something like that has been coming true that's more than just one coincidence that brian and i would say is a coincidence is there a repetition in some sort of it keeps coming true when i listen to this person or feel that way yeah yeah no I've, i've no i've had experiences with people who've been able to communicate to past loved like loved ones who've passed on and say things to me that were very specific to that person that no one else would have known so and listen read- you can't you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater and everything it's like reading a news article that has some some truth and some disinformation and it's so like, what do you believe? It's this is part of like actually building our discernment muscle is knowing, OK, what part of this is true and what part of it is not to say that nothing's true because one thing isn't true is actually doing a huge disservice to you. I'll tell you what I believe. And I. I believe it strongly. And I think Lisa's even commented about, yeah, that's how I live my life. And it's what Ram Ram Das said. Be here now. Why, why, why do you, we've got this great place that we live on and you, there's full of lots of experiences here right now. And you guys want to be somewhere else and think about other planes that you're not on and other. How do you know, how do you know you're not on that plane? How do you know you're not in two places at the same time? See, that's where you get tripped up is that you think you can't be in two places at the same time. Why would you want to be in two places at the same time? It's not about wanting right now. No, but it's here now. I totally agree with you. I agree with you there 100%. But how do you know you can't be in three places at the same time? I have no longing to be. No, but okay. You are shaving your face and at the same time maybe thinking about 
Lisa if, say, like she was somewhere else? How do you know you're not there with Lisa and you're shaving your face at the same time? You're in two places at the same time because your mind's there. But your physical body is shaved is in the is in the bathroom while you're shaving your face. There are so many there are so many circumstances that are yet to be proved. And it when you think about the power of the mind and we had a great guest on Augie Nas to talk about that and how you your mind can determine your reality uh, in an instant and completely change what you think is real based on like what you believe you're perceiving. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. I tell you what. I tell you what. The moment it is proven, and then there's a there's instructions on how to be in two places at the same time. Nicole, I'm all over it. I'm there. I'm doing it. But okay, define to me. No, talking about. But define to me though what is to be proved. Like when it's proven, how is it proven? Because there are many ways. You're the the one that just said that. You just put out it hasn't been proven. No, okay. I'm I'm talking about in your way proven, in your way proven. But this is this is a great thing. People can do it. No, but if people are experiencing something and 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 able to go to other dimensions. And just because we can't do it yet or, or are capable of doing it doesn't mean that they're not doing it. It just means that there's a possibility they are doing it and we just don't know how to do it yet. But I'll that doesn't. That. I, I, yeah, I, I'll agree with that. But Brian, there's basic, no instruction manual. Brian, basically what Nicole is asking along with Oprah is what is your truth? What is your truth today? My big T. My big T is Lisa. But that's kind of like, uh, that's what I find frustrating is like, you say it's like, what's your perspective? What's your truth? But at at the end of the day, what I truly believe, and I think Brian believes this, is there is one truth, and we're just kind of like putzing around it, trying to figure out what it is. And I think what, and what we're discussing today is, you know, I kind of in line with what, what Brian is saying is, even if they're, even if you are in two places at the same time, you know, your mind is somewhere else and maybe you really are there and you're in the bathroom also, but focus on where you know you are now. The tangible, the thing the, that I can feel. The focus on where you know you are now. And as far as, you know, trying to get advice from someone other than yourself, someone outside of you, you know, do what you know is the right thing for you where you think you are now, (laughs) even though you may be in 25 different places. And I know, and Lisa and I were literally talking about this last week. I know you guys believe that you are creating this reality and that nothing is real. But to me, it's so real. I mean, just to look at it and I can touch these things and I I can touch Lisa or I can smell her hair or the flowers or the birds or whatever it is. Why can't we just enjoy this? Why do we have to tear it down and say, oh, this isn't real and I want to see what's real? I mean, what if what's real is just a fucking shithole like the Matrix where you're just plugged into like a bunch of batteries and you're like, it's like, what the fuck do you want that for? Also, I mean, Matrix, I do like that because I always wondered why would I want to take the pill that makes me into that world? Why don't I just continue to enjoy my life in this world? Why, this is the question I asked many months ago. Why do I want to be 5D? 3D is just fine with me. So then be 3D. 
I know. I, I am. I'm 3D now. I don't think that it's <laughs> I I mean, so much the way Brian describes it, you know, that this that we think this world isn't real. I mean, I guess the word real is accurate. It's not real. It's like a dream, but it's our reality. It is what we're experiencing. So it is our present reality. And I think the importance of knowing that you're the creator of your reality and that this is a dream and a hologram and a projection I think the whole purpose of understanding that is so that you understand how much control you have, that you're not a victim in this world and that things aren't just happening to you randomly that you have no control over, that you really can manifest things in your life. And that maybe some of the things that you're manifesting, like, you know, some people, it's just take an example of say you have a, a bad relationship, you're a woman and you're your boyfriend is abusive to you. Um, and then you get rid of him and you run into another guy and he's abusive to you and you keep repeating this pattern. It's about taking, understanding the concept of that type of reality that you create this. You can maybe start to help, you can understand that you're creating that for yourself. What is it that you can personally do to change it. The thing that I can't get my mind around, you say you can create your own reality. If everyone can create their own reality, how come everyone's reality is the same? We all look at the same because world. Because That's programmed. That's a program reality. That's okay. that. That's fucking easy. <laughs> what? They don't understand that. I though. hate it how you two, like everything that Brian and I bring up, you guys are like, you program that. You program that. Because that's it is. Cop. That's easy cop out, though. No, it's okay. It's not a it cop out. It absolutely is. No, it's okay. Like tell me. It's a coincidence. Tell me. It's like it's it's in, it's invisible, but it's there. I mean, seriously. Yeah, you can't see it. You can't prove it. You can't touch it. You can't do anything with it. Oh, but it's real. Okay, hold on a second. You guys are going way off into la la land right now. Like, get well, back, get back onto the basics here. Of word. No, because if you think about it, you look at books, you look at schools, you look at media, you look at how like just the whole world is run. Like those things are continuously indoctrinated into our minds. So yeah, you're programmed to believe a certain thing as a certain That's way. That's not what I'm talking about. No, you, 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 I think you misunderstood. But no, I, I don't misunderstand. No, Brian, 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 I am telling you that that is how people are programmed. It's very yeah, that's not what basic. I'm talking about. No, but it is what you're talking about. You just think we're talking about like this etherical kind of programming that doesn't exist and you can't see. No, that's not what I'm talking oh, about. I mean, he okay, means literally like a mountain. I am, I am looking out the window at a tree. And if that's a program, and if I can create my own reality, I can make that tree blue because it's my reality. But when anyone looks at this tree right outside my my. my my window, it's green. Everyone sees the exact same tree. When you come over in your own reality, you see the tree that I see. You see the wall that's behind it. You see the couch and the color of the couches. You don't see anything different than I can. So how can you tell me you can create your own reality when it's exactly the same as my reality? That's what I'm saying. Because and she's saying it's programming. Yeah, it's programming. Yes. Okay, so when you're... So there's a program just running, and it's making us all see it, because we're all plugged into the same computer. That's what you're saying. 
super awesome graphics card, Brian, but it's good. I agree with Michael. It's the biggest cop-out to just say, oh, well, we're all plugged into something. And of course, that's why we all see it. It's all, it's all the same. It's like, I, I, I don't understand why that's a cop-out. I don't get why you say it's a cop-out. Because Occam's razor dictates that the simplest explanation is often the correct explanation. And is it easier to believe that that's just a real tree outside? Okay. Or we're plugged into a computer and it's a computer illustration of a tree. Okay, let let me throw this out then. Would you not agree that we're really not trained to stretch our minds beyond a certain parameter? Yeah, I, yeah, I give you that. What so, do you okay? Keep going. What do you mean by that? Meaning that we're not really taught to really explore the depths of our mind and the power behind our minds beyond what you know we're taught in school and and what you know science dictates is possible right now. We're not really taught to push the boundaries um, on our own beyond what would- authoritative. Figures, I would groups. say the last hundred years, yes, but like we've been around for a many more than the last hundred well, years. How, you, how can you say only for the last hundred years? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, when, like what Brian's point is, I'm pretty sure Indians four hundred years ago were looking at the same damn tree too. Yeah, but when the kid is, when a child is born, when when you a child is born and you teach them everything, you tell them, oh, what color's the tree? If the kid says blue, you say no, it's green. Exactly. I just, oh my God, I was just doing this with my niece. With my niece on Saturday, we had a color book and you know, it says red, this is red, blue, this is blue. And she goes, and she would say, she would look at a color and she, and it was yellow and she says, Keen. And I'm like, no, Lello. And she's like, yellow. And that is the fucking programming right there. No, that's the you are programming her. That is, uh, okay. You, you are guilty of programming. Absolutely. 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 So what are you supposed to say to the child? I don't know. You just say what it is and it is. Or do you want to teach them and actually how to communicate to other people? But so this, that's part of the program is, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's all part of the program. I'm not saying it's. So we should just like let kids just roam free and make their own language up. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but what I'm saying is all I'm using is that point is to illustrate the fact that the programming starts like at the most basic levels. I mean, we, I mean, that is, that is true. I mean, we teach our children everything that we want them to believe. We teach them everything. Oh, come on. Hang on a second. We're not te- we don't want them to believe that this color that we called yellow is actually yellow. It's because it is yellow and that's the word we put on it. We're not we're not trying to trick them. Oh and my when god, they look at the yellow, not. And when they look at the yellow one, we say, no, that's blue. And we're just, we're just helping with them, them communicate. We're helping them communicate. That's I think that's what word. we're supposed to be doing. The word yellow means this color. Okay. okay. What about the person who's colorblind? Well, well they, they just can't you know, read those like, like this. They should probably be dead. They just can't read those memes that has like the you know dirty language and the bunch of polka dots and shit. <laughs> But didn't we talked about this with several other guests about the collective consciousness as well and why it is that we all see the mountain there? Because it's there. Uh, I believe Augie brought this up. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brian and I and Augie probably wouldn't have too much in common when it comes to comparing things. So, I mean, I think we're at an impasse here, to be honest with you, Brian. 
No, it's not Every, about it's not a matter of being at an impasse. It's not like we're trying to make you guys agree with us or you're trying to make I, us agree with you. We're just talking about the different perspectives. Nicole, Nicole, I believe in some programming. I do. Not programming like like we're in the matrix, but programming like you can train your kid to hate certain people or sure. something like that. And, but like I don't believe in everything being part of a program. But if you think about it, everything that you see, and this is one thing the Course in Miracles teaches and then tries to unprogram you from, is everything that you look at that's around you right now is something that you learned in the past. You were you were taught, like if you look at a, a, a glass and you say, oh, that's a glass. Everything you know about this glass, you learned in the past. That a, how a glass feels when you touched it. What happened to it when you dropped it? Is that a negative thing? I don't understand. It's your, but you're bringing all that with you. So are you truly living in the now and seeing it for what it is now, or are it's you so, seeing it through I'm, everything that was told to you about it since the day you were born? But that person that told me this is a glass, they weren't describing this glass. They were describing another glass, and I'm using I'm using my brain to 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 infer. Oh, this. I can look, you know, that picture book or this is a cat, this is a dog. Does every cat look the same even though there's one picture of a cat? No. No. But my brain can say, oh, well, they taught me that was a cat. That looks pretty close. I'm going to say that's a cat. Okay. Right. That's that's just using your brain. But your it's head. also but it's it programming. is also programming. It's the same reason why, you know, some people like say are, are prejudiced against like something that when you see something you think that yes. is bad. Like like, you know, a certain okay, so, person so is bad Lisa, because you were taught that. That is programming. 100%. So, Lisa, and, and on your point, if Augie talks to us, isn't he programming you guys then? Everything, I guess, you're learning. So you're being everything programmed. is part of the program. Everything is part of what I call learning. But I wouldn't call it like some – I mean, I feel like programming has such a, uh insidious nature in this program. <laughs> program. Well, um, no, okay. I understand what you're saying, Michael, and I and I agree with you to a certain point, in the sense of if Augie were saying something and we were to take it as gospel and that's what he wanted, then yeah, then that would be programming. But that's not what he that's not what he talks about. All he's saying is stretch your mind and think of it in multiple different ways, in whatever ways that you can think of, and more. Yeah, you're and, programming us to think that way. No, but that okay, but that is limitless that's, thinking. That's not programming. Programming that's better than limited. Yeah, thinking. programming is tunnel vision. Programming is to see it one way. But when you're allowed to see it in multiple ways and in limitless ways, that's not programming. To me, that's the same as what I was just describing about the glass or the cat. Limited programming is to not be able to understand. Here comes our cat walking. You know, our cat, we have two cats. They don't look the same. But let's say one of my cats looked exactly like the cat in the book, and I learned this is a cat. And this other one, I was like, I can't get my mind around this thing as a cat because it doesn't look like the orange cat that was in the book. Okay, Because you're that's, taught they come in many that's colors, limited shapes, and thinking. sizes. But for me to be able to figure out, oh, those are, that's cat. That's that's, and even a cat that doesn't have hair. Because there was no mention of hairless cats when I was a kid. But yet when I look at a hairless cat, I can say, oh, that's a cat. It's an ugly fucking cat, but it's a cat. That is but not a cat. That's a demon. I mean, that's the smallest, smallest expansion of expanding your thinking to go from, okay, I learned all cats are white. And now I'm like, I can understand that this orange thing is also a cat. I mean, 
That's limitless thinking. I don't have a limit on the types of cats that I can look at and be able to say, that's a cat. Just like I can look at a glass and I can look at lots of different kinds of glasses and I can pretty say, oh yeah, that's a glass. But but you look at glasses and you say, you know, this is ple- like you either like it or you don't. Like, oh, it's a, it's a crystal glass, so this is a nicer glass or this is a, a cheap glass yes. or, you know, I don't like. So there's a lot of things that you limitless that thinking. you learn Thank you for about these things. Validating my point. Mm. Actually, just to say that it was your brain thinking it is an oxymoron to say that it was limitless. So <laughs> I'm gonna I think I'm, she's saying you're not thinking limitlessly. How do we even get started on this stuff? <laughs> I don't know, because we were talking about why you shouldn't listen to other people, like other entities. Yeah, I mean, we spent 30 even, minutes on programming. <laughs> or even people, for that matter, like, getting back to the topic we were discussing before, like, you know, I pray to Jesus to give me some sort of guidance, and then something happens, and I'm like, oh, that's my guidance. Okay, that's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. But if it doesn't feel right to me, then I shouldn't do it. It's the same way with asking your your parents or your brother or your friend their opinion on something. If they tell you, oh, this is I, I think you should do this, if it doesn't feel right to you, okay. you shouldn't do it. Okay, so I'm going to blow your mind, I think. Or I'm at least going to – Michael and I are going to agree. Because you guys just can't ever possibly agree with anything. Hold on, is it, why do you forget every time we've agreed with you? I agreed with you on two things this thing, and I've also agreed with Michael. Because it sounds because good. we've been programmed not to believe you guys. It sounds better. My, it sounds better my way than it's like okay, you've agreed with me twice. Okay, so son of a bitch, I just lost my train of thought. Woohoo, spirit! Thank you. Okay. Oh, thank you. That's what, that was my train of thought. Thank you. Um, okay. So if you can talk about programming the way that you talk about programming, that it's coming from, you know, the government programs you and all these things are programming you and we're inside a computer program and whatever the hell, all this stuff that's going on, how do you know that you're stepping outside of it when you talk to your quote unquote ascended masters or the power of nine or whatever, all these absolutely asinine and ridiculous ways to talk outside of your body. How do you know that's not a part of the program and that you're just being fed bullshit? Because the programming tells you it's bullshit. How do you know that it's not outside of the program? Because that's kind of what we started talking about is you listen to these people and these entities and it's all a bunch of shit. You find out, oh, that didn't come true and this is bullshit. Okay, well, okay, actually, I'd like to I'd like to make a point here and and kind of not go so far into like this whole like conspiracy of programming. But like, let's just take it down to very basic things. Go back to elementary school, high school. And, you know, pick a teacher that you didn't agree with how they were teaching you or some of the things they taught you. Okay, this is and we all know that the schools are heavily indoctrinating um, people uh, currently and in the past uh, and, and that there's many agendas in there outside of just education. So when you think about this teacher who you disagreed with, I think about. For instance, I think about my grade 12 religion teacher. I couldn't stand her way of teaching because she taught us like we were, we had minds that were probably 10 years younger than what they were. 
And she had this way of dumbing us down to a level that was, you know, quite insulting to me at that age. And I, I pushed the boundaries and I spoke up against it. And I told her I didn't like the way that she was teaching and I thought she was wasting my time and that I wasn't in school to have my time wasted or have my mind wasted. So this is an example of stopping the programming. She was trying to teach me something that I just didn't agree with. It didn't feel right to me and I didn't like it. So I spoke up against it. Does that mean that it was right for everyone and and not me? Possibly. Maybe I was the only one who felt it was wrong, but it wasn't right for me. And so I had to break free of that. And this happens in everyone's life for in, in various situations in with various different kinds of people. And so That's not proof. So what I'm saying is is that all of this is is basically instead of like believing everything that we're being told, even if it's science because science does get it wrong and and has to be corrected, that we start using this muscle inside of us that is like, okay, is this actually true or is it not? And you can look at data and you can go to all those things, which are very valid ways of, of using discernment. But then there's also the level of, um, of intuition of that inner knowing that we're taught not to pay attention to, that we're taught to disregard. Like when you have a gut feeling about something, we're taught not to listen to that. We're programmed that way. What are you talking about? I've always been told my entire life, listen to your gut, go with your gut. Who, who's teaching don't listen to your gut? When have you ever heard that saying? Don't listen to your gut. The saying is, listen to your gut. Go with your gut. If you've got all of these data points telling you one thing, but your gut's telling you another, what are you usually going to go with? Well, if you don't listen to your gut, then that's, I mean, why is that, why is that the system's failure? I don't all, understand. No, I, I think I understand what Nicole's saying. She's saying that, and an example would be really good, but you know that the maybe about UFOs or something, or you know maybe that's a poor example, but just that we're told and science tells us that they don't you know, exist, th that they don't exist right. and this, but our gut says they do. And a lot what happens, maybe not someone like you, because you do have a good imagination and you don't really have a problem of looking outside. As possible. Right, so even though they're telling me they don't exist, yes, I can I can believe that they exist. Yes, but but most I think the programming that Nicole's talking about is we are programmed to listen to this data, and yeah, that it, there is a saying, listen to your gut, listen to your gut, but there's also this other thing over here that's going on that's saying, yeah, but you're crazy because this is the data. And that's going on too. I can see it. I can see both sides. Yeah, sure. I think that both, you know, both things are happening. I can understand it both ways. And I don't think that we even realize when we're not listening to our gut. I mean, Nicole and I talked about it um, on an episode just about when we were talking about the higher self and like being in the grocery store and I'm like I just I feel like I should walk, walk down this aisle. I feel like buying like baggies or something, and then. I logically tell myself I don't need them. I have them. I don't need them. This isn't a thing. And then you get home and you need them. So, 
I mean, I think that that just happened to me. Yeah, that just happened to me this week. Like when I was getting ready to leave Denver, I was like, oh, should I like just bring, you know, an extra tin of like my lavender Earl Grey tea loose leaf? I was like, no, I'll just get like my Earl Grey tea in Canada because there was this this one that I always get there. I'll just get that. And then I was like, but maybe I should really like get that one. And I didn't know, understand like why I kept thinking about it. And then I get here and they've discontinued selling it at the store that I go to. And so now I don't have any of it. <laughs> so there was, yeah, that if I had listened to my higher self as opposed to just dismissing it like we were just talking about. And this is the and thing you you get. It's like you said, you I get. I feel like you guys look at these moments as like, oh, my higher self was telling me the truth. But how many times did your quote unquote higher self let you down? Like I turned left and got, you know, stubbed my toe. You know, you don't talk about that part. You just talk about. We like, do. You just happened. don't like our explanation. <laughs> we do talk about that stuff. We your say. Your higher self misleading you guys. You talk about no, that. We I've, say, yeah, I've never, I, I've never heard you say my higher self led me down the wrong path. No, because I, I, you guys will say it's the wrong path. He, Cause he just said, okay, my higher self had instinct to go left, but I ended right. up stubbing my toe. So it must've been the wrong thing. Right, but it led you or to Brian. Brian, your whole story I of went to China. I got the phone call, yes. you know, and I didn't get the job and my whole life got fucked over. And what Nicole and I are saying is, no, no, no. Just because it doesn't, didn't fit well, what you're you sit there and say your higher self is in control of that? Maybe that's just called fate or your life. You know, I mean, maybe Nicole is destined to find a new tea in Toronto. I don't know. That's a possibility. I'll go with that. I think, you know... Ever since reading The Course in Miracles and and this idea of, you know, creating your own life and just truly being really grateful and living in the now and being happy to where you're at now, I mean, that concept has has made, made it possible for me to have happiness in my life a lot more often than I would have. And and I see it with, with other people people who maybe don't think the way that I do. And like, you know, Brian and I were just in Telluride and, and some, we were trying to ride um, a kayak down the river and we just couldn't seem to get the schedule. And every time we tried to get the bus that we needed to get to, to make it happen, it just didn't happen. And we had it all planned. And at the end of the day, we're like, Oh, okay. Well, then Brian even said it, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. And I'm like, yeah, I like that because we weren't mad about it. We weren't even really disappointed. We're like, okay, I guess we weren't meant to ride down the river. And we ended up finding this amazing hike along this gorge that we would have never run into if we didn't drive to the spot that where we thought this bus was going to pick us up. So, I mean, I just think that if you have this attitude that, you know, whether you listen to your higher self or you didn't listen to your higher self, just be grateful and thankful and appreciative and know that wherever you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. Well, look at it from, from my point of view. I don't communicate with my higher self. I don't have a relationship with my higher self and you do. And yet we both had the same experience. So how can you say your higher self guided you there? Cause I don't have a connection. I don't get messages from my higher self that you do. So we both ended up going down on that incredible journey together. So is it, both simultaneously a coincidence and your higher self that guided us to yeah, not take the 
the kayak ride? You could just because you're not aware of something doesn't mean it's not happening. But I'll, I'll also say just because just I, I'm also gonna say, say you can see it the other way. I know, and I was just gonna say that. I was going to say, you could also see it, that, you know, maybe it was the other way, too. Jeez. Maybe. My drunk self talks a lot to me. He writes me notes and stuff. Speaking of your... <laughs> speaking of your my drunk self than my higher self. Speaking of your drunk self, Michael, can you tell us about the story when you were drinking with a psychic? <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> so, I, okay, I will come close to actually believing certain things that we talk about in this podcast including some potential psychic abilities on certain people. But, like, I believe it in a way, but I don't. I don't it's, this is hard to explain because I met a witch. And the fact that I ever said these words in my entire life <laughs> means I probably need to meet a uh, psychologist pretty soon. But I met a witch in Orlando, and he, a self-proclaimed witch. I didn't label him or her a witch. And when I say him or her, I didn't know if it was a him or her based on appearance. And so, yeah, so anyway, (laughs) this person proceeded to tell me stuff about my life that I was amazed with when it comes to the accuracy. I mean, super accurate. I'm not going to get into the certain personal details. Oh, do, do. Come on. Just say it. No, I'm not going to. Say the color. Say the color. Come on. Oh, that that i can i can do that one yeah even like i mean this is gonna be random he or she even like guessed the color of my underwear and i and it was one of those days where you're like wearing that random color of underwear you have in your drawer like well oh nobody's gonna see me naked today so i'll be fine and he he or she still guessed it and i was still amazed but that wasn't truly amazing compared to the other stuff that you're saying about or she god it's still confusing to this day um just pick one (laughs) I'm going to say the witch. It's she, 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 he was born a hermaphrodite apparently. Uh, so she's a proclaimed she, but she, I hope she's not listening to this because she don't look <laughs> like a sheep. Anyway, she already um, knows what you're thinking and saying anyway. True. True. So it was an amazing experience. They, he read my poem. She read my poem or whatever, and told me a lot of things about my future that based off of the stuff, that this person told me about my past and being out, out, accurate, I'm actually semi-concerned about things he said or she said about my future. So, Such as? Like, well, I mean, there's some good things and there's some bad things. The good thing was the next person I quote-unquote fall in love with will be it for the rest of my life. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but you don't then, believe in love. <laughs> What's that? You don't believe in love. <laughs> I know. That's like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, and then he, she said, uh, talked about my future career and about how I'm going to meet somebody in two to three years that I'm going to partner up with, a very lucrative partner that will you know, blow my doors open when it comes to my career. Um, and a few other things, but the one concerning thing is uh speaking of alcohol as nicole said uh this person said like in when you're turn 42 you're gonna have some sort of challenge with alcohol and he he or she didn't say anything further than that just that but what i don't like about this whole thing the the vagueness of psychics is it just makes you it just keeps you up at night it's like what's the point 
Like I'm going to go back to what Brian said. What's the point of learning about your future? What's the point of learning about a different plane that you're not on currently? I just don't understand the point. I I think it can can kind of mess mess with you and yeah. that's what I started to say from the beginning is okay, so you've been told now that the next person that you think, you know, fall in love with is going to be, you know, the one or the next relationship is going to be the one. And so I don't know, it just sort of takes the fun and the excitement out of that. So now you meet someone and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, this is the one. Agreed. Lisa, agreed. That's why with the pendant lady, I wasn't, I did not want to know when I'm going to meet the next person that I'm going to fall in love with. Cause I don't want to wake up that morning and go, Oh, I better put some extra cologne on and deodorant on because I'm going to meet that special person. No, I don't want to know that. I want it to be random. I want, I love surprises in my life. I love not knowing what's next. Yeah, would I pay for certain information to know for sure in the future? Sure. But the, but I'm super happy not knowing anything in the future as well. What's interesting, and, though, is that you didn't actually seek her information out. It was just falling into your lap while you were drinking. Yeah, that was, a, that was very random. In fact, it, I didn't even meet the witch until I met the pimp. That, <laughs> that, that, that. What? Okay, well, so I was pay, talking to so a pimp paid. at the bar, and the pimp introduced me to the witch. I you mean, how hard is this to follow? To meet the her hermaphrodite witch. <laughs> it was a weird night, Brian. It was a weird night. And, and perhaps did you wake I up? made it all up in my head because I was I was just like thinking outside the box like you guys are trying to teach me, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't. So it's our fault. And he, she was it really not is. you when you woke up the next morning? <laughs> he, she was not there, although I saw... Uh, he, she at breakfast the next morning and still sat down with, with this person and they proceeded oh, so to even more stuff. Okay. So he, she could have, you know, by, by located and, you know, had already left the room. Screwed at. I mean, he you still had on... breakfast together. I think that counts as like a night spell. Oh, and get this, Lisa, Nicole, just Well, in it case. was a hotel that he, in Orlando where he was staying. Guess where he's from, by the way, or she. Where? Denver. <laughs> I think Denver, there's some sort of weird, if I do believe in superstitious, there's some sort of weird aura over Denver. That's why you're always meeting these, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's all the reptilians. Psychics and crap. <laughs> well, that's that's a very interesting um, experience. It's, yeah, and there's other details that I dare not to say on the podcast that I'll be more than happy to say with you guys over a few beverages, but, you know. Trinidad, Colorado is where yeah, maybe, maybe a lot that's of the where sex she is from. changes happen. <laughs> but Nicole, I mean, would you want to share your experience with... Bullshit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one? The most, most recent the most, one. The most recent one. About love. Yeah, I mean, I, I was told by multiple people that I was going to meet a certain someone... And I was given dates, I was given timelines, I was given details. And, um, and I think, you know, I believe that I was meant to get all this information to learn a very important soul lesson to stop listening to people outside of me and to stop, <laughs> and to stop trying to know my future. Because... What I realized through this experience is that it really got in my head and it really is a huge disappointment when it doesn't go the way 
um, people tell you it's supposed to go. And um, I just, yeah, it wasn't, it's not fun. It's not fun when um, you're told things uh, that aren't true. Now, I mean, I also have my body snatcher story where someone was feeding me a lot of lies that was trying to convince me that they were true. And thank God I had the wherewithal to know that it wasn't. Um, but you've been given, you? you've been given so many details. I mean, that's the part that kind of blows my mind. Like granted, okay, you already said you have all these psychic friends. You have at least three people around you almost at all times that are psychic. It seems like mm-hmm. wherever you go, mm-hmm. but you're like in contact with all the time. And they seem to want to pipe in about things that they see and give like these amazing details of like where you are and what you're wearing and what this other person has on and, and how everything's going to play out. You hear it from one person and then you talk to the other friend and they say, Oh yeah, I see that too. And it's on this day and, and they concur and you've got three people like, yes, this is absolutely what's happening. And then boom, all of a sudden, a piece of that kind of comes true. Like you meet somebody and you start to have a relationship. And I mean, it just blows my mind, like how deceiving that really is. It blows my mind that anyone would even listen to shit like that. Well, the reason why I've listened to stuff like that, Brian, is because a lot of it has actually come true. It just seems when it's in the romantic department, it never does. (laughs) And that Um, doesn't give you any sort of, I mean, it just, blows my mind and I'm going to speak for Michael because I know it blows his mind doesn't put any doubt in your mind about the whole system um no it's not a matter of putting doubt in my mind about the system it's that I look at it from a different point of view uh I I look at it like this was actually something that I asked for as a soul lesson to learn because this is actually um love is like one is a huge lesson for me in this lifetime and uh and i feel like it all ties in so when i when i step back and i can like look back at it objectively and take all the emotions out like what linda would say zero point the whole situation uh i see the value actually in the lesson and now like at least i've learned it and i'm not and i'm gonna choose not to listen to things outside of myself at least in this area well, actually, no, in all areas of my life. That's a lie in all areas. Um, and I, I, I agree. I feel the same way that you do that. I don't, I don't, the whole, it's not like I don't believe in the whole system. I believe that those things are possible. And I believe that sometimes people are right and, and that's all fine and well. But I think that it's important that you first listen to yourself, that you trust in yourself and that you use that discernment muscle. If is that the most important thing that you should listen to is yourself trust in yourself. Yeah. Then why? I mean, just at the end of the day. And I think this is why I believe what I believe. If that is the most important thing that I should listen to is myself. Why even bother asking somebody else's opinion when I don't care what their opinion is at the first place. It's like, okay, who but cares you're, right or wrong? You're, I'm listen to myself. That's okay, but that's your, that's and that's fair, and that's your point of view. But, you know, you completely negate the whole fact that, you know, it takes time to get to these understandings, like to learn yes. lessons. you got to go through certain experiences to come to these understandings. That's the whole point of life. And so if you're somebody that wants to go 
to a psychic or try it out or, or listen. And I mean, I think we're here to experience life, right? We're here to experience it. There's really, so there is no right or wrong or really any mistakes. It's not to say that Nicole made a mistake by listening to those people. She, that was, this is a conclusion that she had to come to on her own and she had to do these things in order. This was her way of learning. It wasn't enough for so, you know, someone just to say, oh, just listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. She needed to go through the steps to experience it, to learn it for herself. And I think we talk about that a lot in this podcast that, you know, about not judging people yeah. or, or, and not judging yourself for making what you may think is a mistake. Like, you know, me listening to what I thought was guidance, you know, about marrying my first husband. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. I don't necessarily think it was a mistake because that's what I did. And maybe that's something that I had to do and I had to go through to get to where I am or learn some of the lessons that I've had to learn in this lifetime. I, I mean, obviously I have gained a lot from that relationship, not only my two beautiful children, but just lots of, of wonderful experiences. And I learned a lot of things about people. I learned a lot of things about relationships. I learned a lot about myself and how I wasn't honoring myself and I wasn't loving myself. And I wouldn't, you know, without that experience, which from the outside could have been negative in a lot of ways, it helped me to grow and become who I am today. So is it really a mistake? I don't think so. It's just, we're all on a different path, learning different experience, having different experiences. Yeah. It's just life. Just living life. Be mm-hmm. here now. Yeah. But not, I think the important part is not judging judging yourself for, you know, maybe we're afraid. I maybe I mean, maybe we're afraid to make mistakes. So that's why we go to psychics or we go to channeled messages or something because we want to make sure we're doing it the quote-unquote right way or, you know, we want the shortest distance to our, to the next point or whatever we want to get there quickly and you know and I don't really think that there's a shortcut when it comes to having to learn some of these life lessons I usually go to YouTube it helps me out quite a bit (laughs) (laughs) Brian loves YouTube the roadmap to life is on YouTube it actually is quite helpful (laughs) I don't think Brian and I have changed our opinion at all in this whole conversation but that's okay. It's not about changing opinions. It's about having a conversation. I suppose so. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, we're. I, I don't think we've ever had these conversations because we're necessarily trying to... Oh, God, no. I believe change me. Other... Change my mind or change yeah, your mind. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I have no goals to change Brian's mind whatsoever. <laughs> or Michael's. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, like, Likewise. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's... That's not what it's about. I think no. it's just... It's great to have these conversations to, uh, you know, just it's good to hear other points of view and it's always fun to argue and, you know, that's always interesting. It's, it's, it's a good litmus for me to see where the line for crazy is so I know it's to stay on my side of it. Well, your crazy <laughs> is my normal. It's just on the other side of the table. It's about 36 inches away. <laughs> But, you know, Michael always says, as crazy as we may be, we're entertaining as hell. (laughs) That's true. 
That is I true. bet he says entertaining as fuck. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My father listens to this program and I don't use that language. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we're, you know, beating around the bush, I do not believe coconut oil is the best thing you guys can use. Excuse All me? Three of you guys. I was, I was dying. Hold on you a second. You're, coconut no, oil was the best type of oil you can cook in. Ugh. Anyway. Okay, hold on a second. No, okay, what is? What is? I'm curious to know what is. Like I said, beef lard. Okay, no. Beef lard is not the best oil to cook in. Why is why would you say that beef lard is the best oil to cook in? Oh my god, how did we let get me, on this? Let subject? me gather my facts. Okay. I'm gonna use the word facts. And loosely? Come back to you. No, not loosely. No, 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 no. You can't you can't see this well, is what happened. Michael said beef lard was pretty darn good to cook in (laughs) the magic pill. I mean, the best, the best part of the animal to eat is the connective tissue and the organs. I'm okay. I don't dispute that. All I know is caloric wise, coconut oil is not the way to go. And we have an obese problem in this country. And so, okay. So mm. let me just, let me just debunk that theory right there. Cause you didn't listen to the podcast properly (laughs) when you did listen to (laughs) it. No, because it's high in calories, but it's a fat that doesn't stay on the body like regular fat, not like like animal fat. At the end of the day, Nicole. No, 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 no. Caloric intake. If you take three thousand calories of coconut oil, you will get fat. No, Michael. Okay, first of all, who's gonna consume three thousand calories of coconut oil? It's listen. Dog. You have to understand the metabolism and how the body works with certain foods. Coconut oil gets utilized in a much different way than animal fat does or any other fats. Coconut fat is used by the body as energy right away. It doesn't get stored on the body. So you don't gain weight from eating a lot of coconut oil. The body burns it off immediately. If you don't use that energy, guess what happens? It's just like sugar. Sugar is the first thing that you use. You cannot, you cannot use and sugar and coconut oil in the same context. I'm giving you an analogy. It's a horrible it's a analogy. To bet. Yeah, we... You know what? Screw you all, guys. Hey, I'm going you home. You should have called in last week. <laughs> I, was, I called Nicole. I was like, that she like are you kidding? Yeah, no, Mike. Don't you know about ketosis? Michael's trying to lead people down. First of all, you're trying to lead people down. No birth control and coconut oil. Who said no birth control? Wait, hold on a second. As birth control. Who said no birth control? We didn't say don't use. I said if you feel it's it's in your right that you need to be using birth control, then that's what you should do. I go for me. I didn't feel it was right. We said just don't have sex. We said we said listen to your listen to your higher self. You did say that, Lisa, and I, I I laughed at that one. Because we do have kind of like an anti-sex podcast going on, and, I, and frankly, I enjoy it. <laughs> Makes you not feel so bad, oh, right? That's because I got worms. That's why. Oh Brian God, worms! Another thing. Listen to the podcast. I was cringing. I don't, <laughs> oh, I, I, awful. Anyway, uh, now you and, and now I'm freaked out because I have worms. Apparently, according to you guys, because eighty percent of the population has it now. A lot of people have it, yeah. Yeah, I would try and just look for thing, look for long stringy things in your poop. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Oh, okay. He's out to end the podcast. <laughs> oh, on that note, well, the podcast ended ten minutes ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> we wish it did. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, uh, thanks for tuning into this amazing podcast uh, that has just always got 
things coming out of our mouths that none of us expect. And sometimes we wish we could pull them back in, but uh, so it is. Uh, Thanks for joining us, and uh, we will be back with you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.